Many of you have raised or are raising children, and if you have not, you likely have family members or friends who have. Oftentimes, children fake you out. They may seem to be all grown up, having gone to college and earned a degree, served in the military, living on their own, making their own way, their own decisions, and then something unforeseen like a pandemic upends their lives. You may have believed that much of the hard work of raising them is over, but that's not true. <laughs> they surprise you and they return back home. Even if they don't live under your roof as an adult, you will always be parenting your children, providing them with wisdom, love, and, a, and an example of good living. I, hear someone, I heard someone say a long time ago, with a bit of a side eye, Children are indeed a blessing, but once you have kids, that's all you have. There's a kernel of truth in that statement because raising children requires time, energy, and money, and you give up a lot of things you came to appreciate in your life. At the same time, your horizon has expanded, and life is no longer about you, and over a lifetime, you get so much more than you give. And I know a lot of parents may feel that all they have is kids at this moment with busy schedules, schools now open, sports, extracurriculars, play dates, birthday parties, the daily opportunities and requirements of life. But someday it won't be as difficult as it may seem now. If your children are grown and are far away, I encourage you to call them this week just to say hello. How are you? I love you. Reinforce those relationships. So back to my story. Many of you know that my son Ben and I share a place together. It was just Charlie and Lily Bell and me when I came to Trinity. Then Ben moved in last year about this time. And you know, when your adult child moves in with no expected date to move out, it might be for more than just a few seasons. Ben experienced and endured so many fun and exciting things in the eight years since high school. He served our country in the Navy. He lived in Japan and in Southern California, climbed Mount Fuji, explored the island of Iwo Jima, visited Guam and South Korea. Of course, there have been moments of great difficulty for him, and that's what brought him back home. What a parent does at this moment is provide a steady hand and guidance without revealing what really in, that really inside you're absolutely freaking out just a bit and saying to yourself, but this is not what I planned for you. This is not the life I envisioned. <clears throat> Laying on the sofa watching Netflix at two in the afternoon is not a good thing. But God knows my son so much better than I know him, and I was, a, and was able to entice him off the couch and provide him with a means towards success. Now Ben is working, has new friends, and is growing in skill and confidence. He shops for groceries now and even cooks dinner if he is home during the evening. My part in this past year was patience and openness as I just listened. Patience and love, what I witness now in my young adult son is a blossoming interest and desire to teach and share with others what he is learning about food, especially coffee and wine from places around the world. 
Ben has always had a keen interest in history, geography, and the humanities, so this makes perfect sense. When he was in high school, I thought the military might be his path. No. After his honorable discharge, I thought he would want to go to college at the age of 23. No. After wandering for a while, he is now at a place where he has friends, sells products from worldwide vendors, offers up his enthusiasm for new things, and shares his knowledge with coworkers, customers, and his mother. Ben's world has moved beyond the living room and is now a larger view of creation, and a new, has, he has a newly discovered passion in only nine months. You know from this vantage point, that sounds really fast, but it didn't feel that way, though, because I wanted to be in control. He's on his path now, and this parent is very happy that she kept her mouth closed about her plans for him. I did not possess the capacity to dream big and wild enough for my child. So what does this have to do with our reading today? Well, life is about surrender. The purpose of our lives in Christ is about, it's not about giving in to what the world or secular tradition might expect or want, or want, or want for you, uh, for that matter. But what God is asking us is to praise him and give, us, and give him the glory. Not what I want, but your will, Lord. Giving up our lives for a fuller life is a cost of discipleship and submission to God's will. Sometimes as a parent, it's hard to surrender and trust what you have been taught, that you have taught your child before in these moments and trust your child to God. I can tell you, though, that with that surrender, there is great promise, hope, freedom, and love. Today's gospel is a, is a turning point. Matthew starts from that time on, Jesus turns his teaching more directly to the 12 disciples, preparing them for the great suffering and death he will endure at the hands of the Sanhedrin, and that he will be raised on the third day. Not hearing the third day part, Peter protests, and Jesus swipes that Satan, that evil one opposed to the will of God, out of the way in anger and makes it known that his suffering is unavoidable and indeed is part of God's plan. There will be no detour, no worldly temptation by the evil one in the wilderness to avoid this path towards God's salvation of the universe. And Jesus says next to take up your cross. Again, he prepares his disciples for their work after his death and resurrection. Clearly, he surmised that he would die an ignominious death, shamed and cursed along with thieves and criminals. And the disciples, too, would suffer from that shame. To follow Jesus is to be ridiculed, ridiculed by outside culture, bearing the hostility and cruelty of those who follow the mores of the world. For some in the church, it means martyrdom. And not only in the days of long ago, as what happened to most of the disciples and many in the early church, but in recent history, too. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was martyred as he worked against Hitler and spoke against the German church for its easy agreement with the forces of evil in Nazi Germany. Here in the United States, Jonathan Daniels 
during the civil rights protests of the 1950s took a bullet intended for a young black girl in Alabama. These are only two examples. How many untold numbers in Africa, the Middle East, in China, in our own time, we don't know. It can take a while to figure out the will of God. That is called discernment and can be a long path to travel. <clears throat> I was talking with a friend the other day about walking with Jesus, carrying our own crosses. Each day is looking towards the future in prayer and daily contact with God to discern what the Holy Spirit is directing us toward. And we do this, as we do this, we will slowly collect the pieces of our crosses with greater strength and courage and discover that we don't carry that cross alone. Jesus is right there with us. The will of God and his plan for us are revealed as we surrender and just do the work we are called to do. Sometimes the work is emotionally painful, like Jeremiah, the suffering prophet, laments God for all that he has willfully given up to be the voice of God to the people of Judah. He cries out, how much longer? Your words were found and I ate them. They became my joy and the delight in my heart. Jeremiah, like the psalmist, lashes out, you're a deceitful brook, like waters that fail. However, God remains steadfast. The Lord responds, I am with you. I will save you and deliver you. Every day is an opportunity for surrender. Not my will, but your will, Lord. What cross are you being asked to carry? Jesus says to place your worries on him. So pick up that cross. Set aside your own claims of what is important and precious and deny your will. Pick up the cross, surrender to Christ and follow him where he leads you. Remembering that with every step that those who lose their life for his sake will find life to the fullest and forever. And as sometimes as a parent, your plans for your child should be kept to yourself so that Jesus can lead. <clears throat>